Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Good morning. It's Wednesday, midweek, in the middle of a series called Seasons Change. Um, I hope it's been an encouragement to you so far. Um, It has been to me. About you? I am encouraged. It's made me evaluate kind of where I'm at and making sure that I'm preparing for what's next, not getting caught up in the, the little things that really won't matter in my next season, but addressing some of those things and caring for um, for myself, you know, spiritually, emotionally, um, physically in this season so that I'm able to make it to the next season. Yeah, absolutely. And we're talking today specifically about stepping into a new season with God and how it means letting go of the old. Man, letting go of the old. and um, That's hard sometimes. Yeah, it is. Oh, it's hard. It's hard a lot of times, most of the time, all the time. And, um, but here's the deal. It's, I believe it's liberating. It's freeing. And the, the Bible says that the old things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. And God is uh, doing a new thing. He said it in his word, I'm doing a new thing. Do you not see it? Do you not perceive it? And it's going to spring forth. And that's a great thing as well. You know, it's interesting how when you're in the middle of transition or you're in the middle of, even if you didn't know you were in a new season, sometimes, sometimes at the end of a season that you've been in for a long time, maybe a dormant season, you are in that season and not realizing that God's working and he's, and he's really working, exiting you out of that season. You know, we went to uh, Pennsylvania last week, went on a road trip to accomplish several things. I mean, we were, we were, we were doing several things for business and we had four of us in the car. And as we were driving, I noticed the way up, we took, we took a more of a scenic, you know, route, more of a country or rural route. And there were areas because we, we went, as we went up to Pennsylvania in the area we went into within the 40 minute span, we went through three States. We were in Virginia, went into, I'm sorry, four States really in like a 40, like an hour span, Virginia, and then went into, um, briefly West Virginia in Maryland and then into PA. And it was in, especially the last three, when we were going into, it was, it was li- literally 30 minutes in three States. And because they were one road, two or two lane roads, one each way. The sign was so small, like "Welcome to you're in Maryland," you know, and it, because it wasn't the main sign. And I, and I and I'm thinking back now, you know, you, sometimes you don't really know how close you are to moving into that new season, and so you're you're you've had all you can take, or you're at a place where you just. And then here's the here's the beautiful thing about it. I'm going I'm going somewhere with this, the scripture that says it's going to spring forth, you know, before you know it. It's going to spring forth. And um, it's interesting how he uses the word spring there when he says new season. It's going to spring forth. It, you know, <clears throat> he means in a sense of springing or upon you. But really, it's going to spring forth. There's a new thing, right? And new growth. And that's the season of spring even. But stepping into the new season means letting go of the old. And when God does something new, and this is the thing with God, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever, but the journey with him will always be, you know, always have new things. And when God does something new in your life, you don't want to be swimming in the old. You know, you don't want to be basking in the old. 
you know, and, uh, you know, recently we've stepped into many, in many areas, you know, into new seasons with God. You know, we stepped into new um, uh, empty nests. We've stepped into grandparents. We've stepped into new divisions in business. We've, you know, we've, there's multiple things. We stepped into new seasons and I know it can be hard to let go of the old. You know, we have memories and testimonies, you know, like hoarded in the, you know, cover of our heart, but we need to make space for more. Why? Because God's not finished. Amen. And uh, so we have an excitement for the season ahead and, and, you know, and yet you miss the season that just passed. And some of you don't miss it. Some of you are like, thank God, you know, that, that season's over. But it is, it is that place where we reflect on the goodness. And this is it, right? The goodness and the greatness of God and his works while also marveling at, the, at how he has even more to reveal. How can God have, have done so much? He's so grateful if he never did another thing, right? I mean, think about this. If he really never did another thing, if you go and count back in the, the trophies and testimonies and victories in your life, if you go back and, and visit, I said this yesterday in a, in a video where, you know, uh, you know, one of the ways to not quit, and it's tied into this new seasons, is to go into your trophy room. Remember past victories. Look at what God has done you know, because you can't help but be grateful and marvel. But then here's the crazy thing. He has more to reveal. So as we step into this new season, there's a couple of things we, we need to, I think, remember. While, while letting go of the old, we need to remember a couple of things. And um, I want to kind of talk about those a little bit too. And one of those, Diane, is it's okay to remember the old. You know, t- it's okay to remember the old. I think you just can't camp there. Mm. Um, you know, our pastor spoke a message on tithing. And I mentioned this the other day, and he was talking about, you know, sometimes we have a hard time letting go of, of the little bit. and But the problem is, or the, the thing about it is, is if we let go of it, it leaves us open to receive more. And I think sometimes we hold on to the past and where we, even if it's a bad, like how many um, situations have you held on to a bad situation mm-hmm. because it was familiar and you don't know because there's uncertainty and letting go, we hold on to what really is bad for us, right? Yep. Or people or toxic things in our life, toxic people, toxic situations, you know, bad patterns of how we budget our money, um, bad patterns of how we, you know, find what we eat. You know, there's lots of things you can relate that to. Bad patterns of emotions that we bring on ourselves. We hold on to what's familiar because it almost seems comfortable because of fear. So I think the new season for some in this season may be, and maybe this will speak to you, is breaking free of old patterns, old emotions. You know, you can't stay depressed forever, right? At some point you have to quicken yourself in the Lord and go, I can't camp here any longer, even though it's comfortable. This is where I've been. And I've got to get up and fluff the pillows, right? I got to quicken myself, recognizing that even though there's fear and letting those things go, there's goodness in it. Yeah. So we have to let go of it to be able to embrace. And I think that's really important because it's hard. Sometimes seasons changing, it's hard to let go of it and move forward out of fear. So breaking, let the season change being breaking off fear. Um, breaking off stagnant, like being stagnant, the same old, same old. You do the same routine over and over. I will say being part of this podcast has really challenged me because I've always been the type of person that I get up early, my family would mo- leave, you know, go on to school or work or whatever, and that was my quiet time. Well, now I'm rushing around. You know, I usually get home from the gym a little bit after 6. I hurry up and start getting ready, and I have to rush out the door to be here by 8. It's changed. So that's my. That's probably been my pattern before, like my quiet quiet time, um, 
20-something years. And so it's been challenging me that I have to embrace what was good for a season. But now in this season, I'm changing my routine. And changing your routine is good. I've learned how to take shortcuts and get ready faster. <clears throat> that's uh, that's um, subjective. Um, <laughs> but I had to let go of it because I thought, I, I can't be part of the podcast. It's too early in the morning. I got to like chill. And so it's causing me to have to get up and get going, like running, where I need like, I'm the type of person that has to kind of like be mellow for a minute before I can get going. I have to like get a cup of coffee, kind of think about it, read, and Slow. it's changed. <laughs> Sloth. So, I'm not a sloth. well, I mean, like slothy, sl- slow. You're not a sloth, like a sloth. I said, like a sloth. <laughs> nice. Like a sloth. Let's get back onto the notes. Well, it's okay to remember the old, and testimonies are powerful. Like Diana said, you know, you have to let them go, but they're powerful. Remember them. There's a purpose. In Revelation, you know, we're quick to always quote, and we need to. The first part of the scripture in Revelation just said, "We're overcomers by the blood of the Lamb." And it starts there because the blood of the lamb, only the blood of the lamb, right? Only the blood of Christ, only the finished work on the cross is why you and I are saved. Yeah. So we're made overcomers by the blood of the lamb and though the word of our testimony. And where I think the word of our testimony comes in is that it puts a dagger in the enemy's plans. It puts, it puts, a, it puts icing on the cake, so to speak, because we begin to then move from what God's done for me to, to what he can do for others through our testimonies. So testimonies are powerful and they encourage, they strengthen, and they push us and others, you know, forward in Christ. And so can I just say this way? They're the altars in the wilderness that remind us of God's faithfulness. They're the landmarks, right? The rocks of, of foundation that assure us that God is, is real, and they're, they're a witness, so to speak. You know, can you, can you hear in the church, you hear like, can I get a witness? What that really means and where it comes from is like, hey, can I, can I get a testimony? Can I get a witness of how good God is? You know, and uh, it's the evidence of, of us being changed and more and more into his image. And so testimonies are precious. They inspire our hearts to worship. You know, when you, when you, are, when you need to, you know, we, we talk about how liberating and freeing worship is, but it's because our heart remembers the goodness of God in, in that moment of worship, whether it's in a, a worship service or whether we're in our vehicle or shower, wherever it is you worship or, you know, your quiet place, you just begin to remember how good God is. So you can't help but worship him based on what he's done right? And it helps you to look forward to what he will do. It's the giving thanks and glorifying God. And so testimonies can be built upon and, and transformed so that our moment with God, once a testimony of perseverance becomes a testimony of victory, right? So what we went through the season, what we went through and what felt like at times it was going to take us out. It was going to take us down. It was going to, it was going to destroy us or, or it was going to, you know, it was the end of us, right? Perseverance, what we made it through, then becomes a testimony of victory. Hey, look what God did. So moving into a new season does not mean we need to forget the old. Matter of fact, you know. Just don't camp there. Go back and look at it, but don't camp there. Keep moving forward. Abs- absolutely. Absolutely. And it does it, so it doesn't mean that we forget, right, the old. Instead, we move on toward the next place God's taken us. And I love that scripture, you know, uh, and I got the tattoo. You did a lesson on it where it's, you know, forget, you know, focus forward, right? And, you know, it's, it's forgetting those things are behind. You know, I'm focusing, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm pressing in 
to the mark of the high calling and I'm moving forward to that high calling and it's based out of Philippians and you know um so we we need we need to not forget what God has done but we need to build upon the testimonies that he's given us remember we're not stru- we're not stuck in the old all right we move on and we build and our testimonies are are also you know um, well, testimonies are for others, right? So that they can they can recognize that they can overcome too, or they can they could get past that too. However, I think that they're also when we forget this, if we can go back to those things, it helps us appreciate where we're at. I think when we're able to go back to the old, we realize how far we've come. But while we're in the middle of it, we don't realize it. We don't see how far we've come. We think we're kind of like, oh man, I just am on this this stationary bike. So I think being able to go back and look at, turn back and look at where you've come from, it helps helps you appreciate where you're at, mm-hmm. not just where you came from, but appreciate where we're at. And I think that's really a hard place to be. And I think, you know, as people, we have a hard time appreciating mm-hmm. where we're at, what season we're in, yeah. um, you know, and then that uh, kind of ties in with this season is about thankfulness, appreciation, like realizing, and you know what, it'll also help encourage someone else. Cause you <clears> realized <throat> who you appreciate helped you get to where you're at. Yeah. We forget where we come from sometimes, which keeps us from being appreciative and grateful for where we're, what, what what season we are in? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, um, I, I'd say this. And so, so can I? Can I just? Can we all just? Can we come to the agreement that the one thing that's consistent in life, right, is change. The one yeah. thing that is that is never going to let you down, right? You can count on the fact that change is consistent. But you know, so and I think that yes, you know, um, yes is probably the first step you know, in, um, in moving forward, you know, give God a yes, right? Because the reality is you're, you're going to go through seasons and I think that we can make them better and we can really get what God has for us in those seasons. If we just learn to say yes to him. And so can I just say, we're going to use a little bit of the story of, of Lot and his wife here just for a moment, but don't look back, move forward. I'm going to say it again. Don't look back, move forward. So remember the old as a testimony but now I'm talking about the season you've come from that God's removed you from, that he's brought you out of. You were tempted through comfort, through familiarity, right? Through, um, through fear, you know, through apprehension, through hesitation. We're, we're tempted through addictions, whatever, to look back. And I'm going to tell you that in this season, don't look back, move forward. Disobedience will keep you stagnant. Right, stagnant is where is is where nothing grows. Right, there's no life in stagnant, like yucky pond water. Right, there's there's life in a river that's constantly moving, and disobedience will keep you stagnant. The heart of a Lot's wife. Right, we don't we don't really hear too much about her, but you know she was stuck in Sodom. So don't can I just say this? Don't be stuck in Sodom. So although her physical body was moving forward, her heart was stunted in the past. And so can I just say this? I bolded this in my notes and you can put this down in, in, in your notes here. We can post this on, on, on the, on the uh, lives. You can't take a broken heart into a new season. Oh, that's good. I'm going to say it again. You can't take a broken heart into a new season. Lot's family was moving forward into another season and had to leave the stagnant place behind. And his wife became a pillar of salt. You know, I always thought that was weird. You know, grew up in Sunday school, you know, literally we had like the little pictures of like a bag of salt, you know, but Lot's family was moving forward and she became a pillar of salt, a manifest, listen, a manifested reflection of her heart. So she became a manifested reflection of what her heart was. So you may not physically turn into a pillar of salt, 
you might manifest what's in your heart. She was stuck in the place of her disobedience. So when you focus on the past, and Diana mentioned that, right? You can remember it. But when you focus on the past, your heart becomes stunted at the place of your offense. I mean, that's good right there. You need to get that. We probably should put that in the notes as well. When you focus on the past, your heart becomes stunted at the place of your offense. It does something if you never move past that, then you never move past that. So when you disobey God, your destiny becomes stuck at the point of your disobedience. And, you know, that's a place that a lot of us are. I've been there, man, I've been there so many times where my destiny, my destiny became stuck at the point of my disobedience. Mm. And I'm going to just tell you, you know, you ever got, you know, it's been a long time, but you ever gotten your vehicle stuck in mud? You ever, you ever gotten your car stuck in mud? And then when you double down and you try and you're determined to lay on the gas and get out, sometimes, many times, most of the time, it digs its way in and becomes almost impossible to get out without help. And so when you disobey God, you can double down. I mean, you can slam your foot on the gas, but your destiny becomes stuck at the point of your disobedience. And until you deal with that, you don't move forward. So can I just say this? Forgive and be set free. Obey God and walk forward in freedom. Walk forward in deliverance. Walk forward in prosperity. Move into that next season. Amen. You know, um, I'm reminded of, and I think David's probably talked about this before, but uh, one of the houses we lived in when our kids were younger, behind us, we lived in a subdivision, but behind us was a big horse farm. Tons of property, really pretty property. And they had like different areas of pen, like pens. Mm-hmm. And um, right behind, on the other side of our fence was a, a little, I guess it was a little horse. It, wasn't Shet- a it was a Shetland pony. It was a Shetland pony. That's what it was. It ain't a pony. It's like a little miniature horse. <laughs> It's mean, and they look, they're, they're, they're they full, look they're horses. They look they're mean. They're, they're, well, they're, yeah, they look like they're babies and stuff like that, but they're not. They're full-grown. They'll bite your little, hand off. Little, horse, little <laughs> but, mean horses. But it, it started, it was in this pen, and it started walking back and forth. And we noticed over the course of time, like, it began to wear away the ground and almost made this rut, this, like, little trench and it just kept walking back and forth. I, I, I never seen it do anything else. And I thought, my gosh, how enlightening could that be that we can get in this rut, that we just move back and forth in the same place. We make this rut. He had an entire pasture, an entire field that he could go and run and, and have fun, right? But he got himself in this place that he just kept walking in the same space, digging himself deeper and deeper and deeper. And the thing of it is, if he would have just taken his little hoof, and stepped out of that one little rut, made the first step. And some people have been messaging that they've made some special or some first steps in the season. That's awesome. Keep doing that. Don't let pride hold you back. Don't let people's opinion hold you back. If that's what you need, you need to do it, right? But if he would have just taken his one hoof and stepped out of that trench and the second followed with the second hoof and pulled himself out, he would have had a whole pasture to enjoy. And how, how often do we do that in our life that we get in this rut and we don't? It's familiar, so we keep staying in it. And God's just saying, if you would just come one step to me and I'll help you take the next step and I'm going to take you into a green pasture full of blessing, right? But we, we are stuck in this rut because it's familiar. Mm-hmm. And so I think we got to be careful with that because we can get caught up in the familiar that we don't embrace the new. Yeah. Huh. Man, that's good. That's good. And so in your first step of, of a new <laughs> Don't season, be a mini horse. That's don't right. Be, don't be Amen. a mini horse. Yeah, there you go. That's a guy. <laughs> don't be a mini horse. <laughs> That's good. The first step of a new season is our yes. So I want you to, I want you to, I want you to put that down right in your, in your, in your, in your remembrance, in your notes, and whatever. Just take that today. Your first step in your new season is a yes. 
God will challenge us, pursue, and encourage us. I'm going to say that again. He'll challenge us. He'll pursue us. It's one of these things where God's, listen, the gifts and callings of God are without repentance. What, that, what I take that as, he may shift some things. You know, he's done that in my life where what I thought I was to do the way I was to do it, he's completely rearranged that and, and has made it look the way he's always intended on it's it a being. a new thing. Huh? He said, can I, you not perceive it, a new thing, a new way. Say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I couldn't. You, go ahead. Pursue it. You could. I couldn't. I wanted uh, to hear you. A man. new thing. Say it again. Can you perceive it? I'm He's doing, doing it. a new thing, and it might not be the way you think, That's but good. it'll be the way he thinks, because he knows the end picture. He knows the bigger picture. He's on the mountaintop with a full view, and here we are in our little space, our pie vision, and he's got the whole thing. Mm. Yay, Lord! In his hands, <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> I don't know where this is going. That's good stuff, baby. That's good stuff. So, yes, and but he rearranged my the, the things that I thought, how I thought it was supposed to go down. Look, but here's the thing: the gifts and callings of God are without repentance, meaning that He didn't change His mind on you. So He'll pursue you. He won't just challenge you; He'll pursue you. We learned it with Jonah. Jonah had his own way, but God pursued him. He'll pursue you. And then he'll encourage you. So think about this. Think of the three things he'll do in, in, in getting you from season to season. He'll challenge you. How many know that God will challenge you? Can I get an amen from everybody who's amen. ever, who understands that God will challenge you? He'll pursue you. That's what's something you got to get. His goodness will pursue you. His mercy will pursue you. His, his grace will pursue you. His vision will pursue you. I mean, his purpose will pursue you. He'll pursue you. He doesn't give up on you. He, he's, not, he's not impatient. Like he's, he's not... He's not, he's not under a time constraint per se. He's, he's a patient God, and he'll pursue you, and then he'll encourage you. But ultimately, can I just say this? He gives us the choice. So we can, after he challenges us, pursues us, and encourages us, we can still say no. We can still make it difficult, right? And I'm telling you, that's where a lot of people are, right? There's a delay. There's a, there's a, there's a, de- a denial on, on your end to God. And here's the thing, and it's all... He wants to get you to your destiny. So here's my question. Will we follow him? Yes or no, right? A new season can be different, and it, it, and it, can, be, it can be unfamiliar. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be challenging. It's going to be frightening. But when God tells us about the season that he has in store with us, right, we wonder if we would be able to steward it well, right? We look at, like, can I, can I steward this? You know, this is a lot of responsibility. But here's the thing. My, my experience is that who God calls, he qualifies, and then if he, if he calls you to that season, he'll qualify you for that season. So can we steward it well, right? That's our, that's our fear. Can we, are we going to let people down? It might be a, a momentary thought, but it, reminds, but it reminds us of our focus. I will seek first the kingdom of God, right? His righteousness. And what does it say in Matthew? He will take care of everything else. He will do it. And so keep this in mind. You know, it's sometimes when we feel like our destiny or the season that God's called us into is too big for us. Can I just, can I just remind you that it's God's vision? He's the author, according to Hebrews, 
of our faith, and He will finish it. And that's, if he, I, that's interesting because you're <clears throat> saying that, but I was thinking while you were talking just a minute ago about insecurities. Like sometimes we don't want to walk into the next season because of our own insecurities of how can we who am I? But greater is he that is in you. Mm. Greater is he. Grab a hold of that. If you're, you're needing something to encourage you to, to take the next step into the next season, greater is he that yeah. is in you. And that he's not going to let you fail. He's going to be with you. Take the first step into the next season, and he's going to be with you, helping you take the next. You know, um, in our BDC meeting yesterday, I mentioned that it's very easy when we know what the next step in front of us, it's very easy to take the next step. But maybe get, for you in particular, whoever you are out there, maybe it's the fear of the unknown that is preventing you from taking the next step. Here's the thing. Even in the unknown, he is with you. Mm. He's gone before you. He's beside you. He's behind you. He's above you. He's covering you. He's surrounding you. And so it takes faith. Yep. Things that we can't see. It takes faith to take that step. But know if you take it, he is with you. Amen. And, and, and so, so we're, we're winding down here. And I'm going to say this. If God has called you, if God has called me, if he's called us, right, he will equip us. If he's called you, he's going to equip you. And he's going to equip you with all, everything that is necessary to do his will. That's the amazing thing about God. You may not be able to see it, but God specializes. I mean, he just, he just gets excited about underdogs. He, he gets excited about underdeveloped, unqualified individuals, people that, the, that society has discounted. He, he gets pleasure and joy. In, in, in calling somebody out of nothing into something. And he, he's equipped you. If he's called you, then he's equipped you. And he's equipped you with everything necessary to do his will. Can I just say this? He will grow you in faith. You may not have the faith yet, but he'll grow you in faith. Can I just say this? He'll teach you the skills. And he'll give you his strength. The strength that's going to allow you to persevere in every season. In, whether it's harvest season whether you're on the mountain or whether it's, whether it's planting season and you're in the valley, it, it's all we need to do is say yes. Yes, Lord, right? I love you. Yes, Lord, I trust you. Yes, Lord, I will follow you. And can I just say this? If anybody's listening that's never received Jesus, can I, can I just challenge you? I just feel that in my heart. I feel quickened in my spirit that maybe someone stumbled into this or maybe someone's been watching this or listening for a while and you've just never asked him into your heart. And that's a thing you do. That's a thing you have to do. It's like hanging around, you know, um, my house, outside my house on Thanksgiving day and smelling all that good food. I mean, all the good food. I'm, I'm, if you guys can't tell, I'm like really, really, really ready for Thanksgiving. And like, if you hang around and you smell it, it doesn't make you a turkey. You know what I mean? It doesn't make you, you know, that's not what makes you a turkey. You understand what I'm saying? So what I'm telling you is you could have been hanging around and listening and you could be hanging around and you could be getting some good things. This could be encouraging. You could even be like, wow, this is, this is really cool. But have you ever asked Christ into your heart? And the Bible says if you confess, you believe in your heart, believe in your heart, and then you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, then you'll be saved. And so today, right where you're at, if you're driving down the road, if you're sitting, laying in bed, if you're sitting in a cubicle, wherever you are, this is what you have to say. And it's, it's in your heart. You just, I'm going to say a prayer. And if you believe this, it's not about repeating it. Sometimes we do that in church, I think, to make it easy. But really what it's about is listening to it, hearing the words, and then just understanding what, what, what it is, and then going, 
God, I'm going to receive that prayer. I'm going to receive you. I'm going to make that choice. And that's it. He's big enough and he's bad enough and he's awesome enough to do it right there in your heart. And then tell somebody, find one person that you know that's a believer. If you want to message us on Facebook, if that's all the believer that you know, then you can message and say, hey, I made that decision. If you want to message us on YouTube, you want to email us in, you can email. What's the email address they can email in? Radio at IPDAgency.com. Radio at IPDAgency.com. Email us in and say, I received that prayer this morning. Pray for me. And we'll send you some stuff as well. I feel like I'm on like TV. But so, but here's the deal. I'm going to pray this prayer. You just believe it in your heart. Father, I need you. I surrender my life to you. Forgive me my sins. And, and, and help me to walk with you. I receive you as my Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name, amen. If you heard that and you want that, just say, God, that's me. I want that. And he's going to do the rest. Amen. 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 Tomorrow, we're going to talk about we need to surrender our plans to God. That's what we're talking about tomorrow. So surrender our plans to God. This is a hard one for me, but I promise you this. I promise you this. It is worth it. It is. Amen. Bye. Be blessed. Thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys are enjoying this series. We will be back tomorrow with Ashton and Diana hosting the podcast, and we are looking forward to it. Thank you all for tuning in. We hope you guys have been enjoying this series. I just repeated myself because I just read through my notes because I was trying to go off script. So, yeah. Anyway, if you guys would like daily encouragement text that goes out every single morning from us, you guys can opt into it completely free by texting the letters EZGC to 813-522-3356. To everybody that's joined us live every morning, this morning our comments were blowing up and we really appreciate you guys constantly giving us feedback in the podcast. We always appreciate you being here, but if for any reason you can't make the live streams, you can always catch up with us in two ways. Number one, Go to YouTube, type in Game Changer Podcast Live, and you can hit the subscribe button and hit the bell to get notified because we upload the replays every single day, Monday through Friday. And if you guys would like, we also have the audio version of these podcasts available on all your favorite podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google being the biggest ones, but make sure you subscribe on whichever one you prefer the most. If you're listening to this episode or watching this episode on replay on any of the before-mentioned avenues, you can always join us live every single morning on Facebook or YouTube Live. Just search Game Changer your podcast live and we will show up in your feed make sure you guys check out our newest and featured bible plan of the week what to do when you want to quit it's a five-day plan on the new version and the bible app make sure you guys go check it out subscribe to it read through us read through it and then let us know what you all think of it we also did a podcast series on it a few weeks back so you guys can always read the series and listen to the podcast along um, to double dip on it but thank you all for listening we'll see you guys tomorrow morning bright and early and on that note don't be a pony Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villas Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.